Welcome to Allendale Market Talk Podcast. This is Greg McBride and Mike Lung. Mike, let's get right into things. We're not going to do our continuing education uh, series this week. Let's just talk specifically about uh, about markets. And we're going to pick up on the corn and beans uh, because that's uh, that's the bulk of what we uh, what we work with. And uh, we have some excitement this week, and a lot of it revolves around. Uh, conditions and possibly uh, uh, possibly weather. What do you got going? So we had these good excellent ratings come out here for corn and they dropped 4% and everyone is so excited. We got the market open uh, Tuesday night gapping higher. Uh, but then we came into the day session and we came very close to the recent highs uh, of uh, last week, which we also gapped higher on and finished lower and we just failed again. The market is feeling extremely heavy. You got potential double top on this corn market. You have tw- two weeks in a row of a seasonal topping time frame for the corn market that we just cannot get above these thresholds. So you got a corn market that's looking extremely heavy, even with this bullish news about good to excellent ratings dropping. Everyone's talking about how it's cold, how, how it's dry and hot, and there's a lot of wind. But it just doesn't seem like the market gives gives any kind of care at this time with the amount of crop that's still looking us in the face, with the amount of subsoil moisture that's still in the ground. Well, and here's here's something else to to kind of point out that uh, uh, we haven't seen in a while. And we've we've been, you know, whether you want to admit it or not, because it's been very, very slight, but we've seen an, uh, an uptrend uh, for about the last, uh, call it, six or eight weeks in mm-hmm. corn. This is the, I believe the first time this week that we've taken out the previous week's low. Do you put any credence into the, to the, uh, to that in the idea that this market's getting a little bit heavy? Uh, maybe the calendar is starting to work against us. I definitely think so. And between uh, flag day and father's day is usually when you get that top in this core market, and the thing that also worries me is normally when you do have a rally in corn, it only lasts about six to eight weeks. And as you just said, we're in that about eighth week of this rally. It's been slow and it's hard to call it a rally because we really haven't done too much. Yeah, it's 20 cents. Right. But we still have moved up. And that's what really worries me, especially with the gapping higher and not able to hold it throughout the day. Uh, with the crop we're looking at, with everything that's playing along here, it's feeling very heavy, much like uh, wheat last year when you had that big sell-off. You had a slight increase uh, going into the new year, and then just a sell-off again once we uh, flipped over the calendar. So corn is feeling a lot like that. And if we don't get some kind of dryness to persist over the next week, two weeks, with an extended forecast of continued dryness, I don't know a story that you can tell on the fundamental side that's telling you that you have much reason to be working your way higher at this time or right. really well, you, going into August. You bring up a, a, a solid point, and this was going to be the next uh, area that we cover, is that this idea of drought or dryness or or heat and stress, um, it's not there. I mean, it was there a week and a half ago. But it's not there now. It hasn't been. We haven't seen oppressive heat. We've we have seen some dryness in in pockets around. But let's face it, the the 
the rain has fallen in a good portion of the Midwest, and it's still in the forecast for both the one to five day and six to ten day. So there's there's nothing out there that right now says that this is going to be that drought year that everybody kind of wants it to be for the purposes of high higher prices. Obviously, nobody wants a drought when it comes to their own production. You know, we don't want anything to 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 happen to our own production, but let everybody else burn up is fine. The problem problem right now is there's no forecast for hot and dry that's going to put that much stress on a, on a crop just yet. Especially with the subsoil moisture that we are continuing to carry over from last year. You don't need that much rain to keep a good uh, moisture in that soil at this point. Mm-hmm. It's not like 2012 when you had cracks so big you could stick a hand your whole arm into. Mm-hmm. We don't have that story here, right? And you know, let's looking at uh, at where we're at on the uh, on the calendar. You know, like you said, uh, between Flag Day and uh, and Father's Day is typically when we top this market. Well, if you go back and you look at the 15 year and the five year historicals, June 17th. That's tomorrow. June 17th is your is your day. That's where you put in the top or you're very near the top, and then it's it's bye-bye until August, mm-hmm. maybe even maybe even all the way into uh, to October. Um, in the five year, it's actually all the way out to uh, to November uh, before you actually start to uh, to bring this market back. Um, the The one thing or maybe maybe not one thing, but one of the things that people are not really talking up as much and and it really should be a big deal is this uh, this ending stocks number this they seem to think that last week's report was bullish because it wasn't as bad as what everybody thinks at no point is three point three or three point three six billion carry out bullish there's nothing bullish about that, and if you tack on 96, 97 million acres, we're really going to have a hard time keeping prices, uh, uh, keeping prices up this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I mean, last year, that was our bullish report was this WASD of June. And we all remember how that uh, acreage report came in at the end of, uh, end of the month. So it just goes back to what, what are we looking for from here that's bullish? It's not like we've been in 2012, you had the market moving down until this time frame, and then you rallied it from uh, about now to August 10th. Right. This year, we've, like we just said, we've had about six weeks of a very slow rally. Mm-hmm. So, what's that next step for us? And like you just said, we're looking at a huge carryout number staring us in the face. Sure, yeah. we might see some adjustments on yield, but are we going to see that anytime soon or is it going to be something we see closer to harvest? Well, and how much of a yield uh, yield drag or, or uh, adjustment do we need to see to have it be an impact? Right. Because even if you even if you drop it down to, let's say we drop uh, ending stocks down to, to 3 billion, that's still bearish. Mm-hmm. It's not as bearish, obviously. 2.4, 2.5, 2.6—that's still that's still pretty bearish, right? It's not as bearish. That means that maybe we don't we don't drop as far, but I mean we're starting from the bottom anyway. You know, mm-hmm. uh, right. if you're starting from the bottom and you're and you aren't as bearish, it's not like you're going to see markets just all of a sudden shake off bearishness and get really bullish. 
it mm-hmm. may look better for starting next year's crop, but this year's crop is still going to have that bearish tinge to it. Yeah, nothing to realize is with the current bearish scenario we have in place, we're we're still above economic value for this corn market. Mm-hmm. So we need to see a reduction in order to even stay where we're currently at. Right. And another thing to be watching this year is it is an election year. And typically election years from August to December, you really don't move this market. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, let's let's uh, shift over to the uh, to the soybeans because they're not as bearish. Uh, you probably can make the case that the uh, they have some a little bit of a bearish uh, tilt to them, but they're not as bearish. We've been seeing uh, some demand coming in from China. The ending stocks are are still manageable. We're we're you know 395 on on new crop uh, ending stocks. Uh, old crop ending stocks were I believe 585 something like that. So um, it's it's not as bearish. Is there a story to possibly see a secondary or a a later uh, later season rally here in the beans, or is it like the corn where you're you're up against the calendar? I think beans have a little different story. They got a early July seasonality to top. Uh, so I think they do have a different story ahead of them. And plus you have so many things. One, you have a carry out that's saying that we're well below economic value. You have a carry in this market that is almost non-existent. You have a corn bean spread that is relatively low compared to most years. And you do have a lot of reasons. The big one that's just keeping a weight on this bean market is the fact that China's looking to shut down again. And they're nowhere close to meeting their commitments for sales at this point. Mm-hmm. So that will, and we've seen it since this trade war started, it's been the giant weight that has just been hooked onto this bean market. Because mm-hmm. the, the uh, fundamental picture, it's bullish. The psychological picture and what the trade is feeling right now, it's bearish. No one wants to touch it. And that's why we're just sitting here. We're sitting here right below the 100-day moving average, and it just it's heavy along with the rest of the row crops. Right. Well, what do you what do you think uh, when it comes to the to the funds here? What's your take on the idea that we continue to see the the funds pile into the short side of uh, of corn, and they've built a very small long position in beans at the same time and they continue to find a little bit of buying uh in the in the beans not i mean it's not massive it's it's you know it's it's a very minor position but the spread from what they've done in in the corn there's no correlation to uh to them just saying this thing's not going to happen we're just going to pile into into the shorts on on corn why why what do you think uh, that means for uh looking out to the future when it comes to these uh, to these crops possibly next year I think what they're betting on is the fact that we are going to shift some acres to beans next year. I mean, you, you can't have corn where it's currently sitting at year after year and have anywhere close to a profitable farm. So I think they're making a bet that, hey, we're going to be looking at some more bean acres. We're going to look to be driving the price up here. But it's very showing that they're not looking to get extremely long beans at this time. Mm-hmm. You're not seeing them spread off those contracts from corn to beans. You're seeing them get real short corn and holding a minor position in the beans. Right. So, I think we're we're at what our second uh, uh, second shortest uh, position that our second largest short position that we've ever held in corn, while you know being slightly long on uh, on beans at this point. 
Yeah, and the thing that gets me a little bit worried, like we've seen with the KC Chicago spread, is maybe we're finding a new normal because not only do you have a very large short position from the funds, but you have a peculiar position by the producer merchant uh, class where they are holding a long position, which is not normal for them, especially around this time of year. So where these funds are sitting at, it, it seems like we have a good change coming for us and a new normal that's going to be produced. Yeah. Like we saw in 06, you had the biofuel uh, demand push that really got all the funds excited and everything. Well, obviously, we don't have that right now. You're having a biofuel problem, and we're trying to figure out what our new normal is at this point. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and something else, uh, as we've uh, we've talked about weather uh, when it uh, pertains to corn, the uh, the beans have more time. We know that uh, you know corn uh, is very much hinging on pollination during July, but we need that rain in uh, in August to make that uh, make that bean crop. So mm-hmm. the fact that you uh, you have that extra time on these beans. Uh, where they could see a little bit of uh, of dryness uh, and still come back out of it uh, does keep them uh, a little bit uh, stronger um, beyond where the uh, the corn uh, would need to be. Uh, you need to make your decisions on that. All right. Yeah. So I'll just be definitely looking here in the near term at corn, and like we're saying, just keep an eye out for beans. Uh, you're bumping up against some resistance. Maybe you have one last leg up in them, but keep a close eye on these markets during the seasonal time uh this week for allendale market talk this is mike lung being joined by greg bride you guys have a great one